Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Shows. Guys, shout out to OG's Brands, the official sponsor of Flavoring Fridays. OG's is not your average cannabis-infused gummy. They absolutely knock it out of the park when it comes to flavor and the effects of their gummies are a total slam dunk too. Head on over to OG'sBrands.com to see their full lineup, including their two newest gummies, the OG's Naturals and the Big OG's, and find out where you can purchase. Word on the street, OG's. Slated to be the next head coach, the Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> I mean, you want to be high in the rankings. So it, it wow. makes sense. We're a minute it in and I'm ready to walk off. Hey, man. To be totally <laughs> Guys, if you're new here, I am Anthony Totry. We got Eric Ruby to my right, to your left. We got DJ Danielle behind the Mac. Do us a solid. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you're not already subscribed. And if you're listening on audio, go ahead. Leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you like about this podcast i am sure everybody is gonna love what we're doing today and totally agree (laughs) with all of our takes because it seemed that way when we did a tier list for big 12 quarterbacks just the other day right yeah i would say it totally didn't get in u of a fans heads they totally didn't care yeah it did not live rent free at all they just let it wash over them and go i I will be honest though you know may maybe Maybe, maybe we should have shifted some things around. Maybe. Mm, nah. But I stand on it. Nah. Now you got to live it. with it. You live with it. And we're going to live with it, and we're going to have another one. Well, yeah, because look, coaches, I feel like I've been obviously a hot topic both in the NFL and college football just over the last week or so. Obviously, last Black five Monday. Minutes, basically. Yeah, last, <laughs> last half hour with the report that uh, Kalen DeBoer is slated to be the next Alabama football coach per Pete Thamel. Um, So we'll see if that's finalized over the next 45 minutes to an hour. But in the meantime, as it relates to college football coaches, it doesn't appear anybody in the Big 12 is leaving anytime soon. So figured we might as well do a Big 12 coaches tier list. So is there anywhere specific that you want to start? I know last time we started with some of the new PAC schools heading over. Do you want to do the same? Yeah, let's let's start with the PAC. Let's kind of get things established and then let's... uh Let's fill in the blank. Okay, let's go ahead. We'll start with Utah's Kyle Whittingham. I I mean, this one's really easy to me. This is maybe the easiest one on the he's list. At, he's at he's, he's, he's S tier. He is the I, best he, he coach has, in the conference. He has the longevity for it. He has the success for it. He has an entire culture built over there to where you know what Utah football is going to be like. Without a doubt, I, I would say that, that just based off of longevity and production, he is clear S tier right up there yeah i mean even if you look at it from a a pac-12 coaches standpoint Mm -hmm. when we're talking lincoln riley chip kelly and some of those other even dan lanning right i feel like kyle whittingham belongs in that same conversation with a guy like dan lanning um, just in terms of what he's been capable of doing over his tenure his career record kyle whittingham over 20 years is 162 and 79 a 67 like I mean, at a school that's not known, like he put it on the like, map, right? Yeah, like they're they were not like this college football powerhouse with this established culture. Like they were just the Utah Utes football program, and now you can go into basically any year and say, yeah, they could be a top ten team. Yeah, like with without questioning your mind. Maybe some years it's more of a reach than others, but I I I am. Already one for one in this. I think we're killing it. I think we stopped the tier here. We post it, and no. nobody's angry. Look, the the one 
The one thing I will say about Kyle Whittingham in Utah that I think hurts the Utes in general is you look at what they've been capable of doing the last few years in bowl games. Mm -hmm. From what I can tell, Kyle Whittingham and Utah have lost their last five bowl games in a row. Lost the Las Vegas Bowl, uh, lost the Rose Bowl, lost the Rose Bowl. Didn't go to a bowl game in 2020 because of COVID. Um, they lost the Alamo Bowl and they lost the Holiday Bowl back in 2018. Um, so I think that can be almost an argument, I guess, devil's advocate for, for him not being S tier is postseason success. But I think to your point about longevity and what Kyle Whittingham kind of stands for as a coach, even, even other coaches that get hired like Kenny Dillingham referencing the Utah football program as really a path to what they want to be. Kyle mm -hmm. Whittingham is the the gold standard for a college football coach. Right, and you can't always base stuff off of bowl success, especially in this current era of college football, where a lot of the times the bowls look a little bit different than yeah. what a normal week-to-week -week game would look like. But, I mean, that's fair. I, he's not the perfect head coach. I don't know if there is a perfect head coach on this list. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm comfortable putting him in S despite, you know, leaving something to be desired in bowl games. Absolutely. We got people in the chat ready to talk ASU basketball. We will talk all Why? things Alonzo Gaffney uh, in, in just a little bit after we do the tier list. But Why Alonzo Gaffney can at the wait. bit to talk about that game? Yeah, we've already... <laughs> JJ said, ready to talk Alonzo Gaffney when the time is right. The Danny time and, will be right Danny later. in the chat, Alonzo Gaffney is terrible. All he does is foul. <laughs> <laughs> Except for, hey, that one game. <laughs> that oh one game against Stanford. Yeah, the one game that Flex was was watching. And and sometimes he fouls from the bench. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> he decides to foul out from the bench. You know what I call that? Talent. Versatility. Yeah. Well, we've, we've established something called Gaffneying. Which okay. is when you foul out with no points as a starter. I like that. Yeah, it's like it's real that. rough. But again, moving on from Kyle Winningham, let's go ahead. Let's do Jed Fish, another fan base that totally agrees with us. The Arizona Wildcats <laughs> on everything. Where do you see Jed Fish okay. on this list in reality? All right, <clears throat> maroon colored glasses off. He's <laughs> high A or S. Okay, the I'm just deciding between the two. Okay, the only reason I'm not going to say S is because he hasn't done it consistently. I mean, that that is that is fair, and that is a big reason why I have uh, Whittingham in S is because of the longevity behind it. Um, but nothing to me points that he would not be able to sustain something like this. I, I don't know if he's going to be at U of A forever, to be honest with you, because uh, that Washington opening is maybe looking pretty juicy. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I don't know if there's anything I'd love more than to see Jed Fish go to Washington. to Washington. That'd be amazing. I, I'm OK with sticking him in A. But when we look at the other coaches, I do think that he's better than maybe all of the remaining coaches left. And so if, if it gets down to it, I don't know about bumping him up to S. No, he's but, not. He, but I, I'm, I'm to cool. be S, you got to do cool it for a while. That. That's I mean, that's fair. I, I'm okay with that. I, I'm I'm good with that argument. I'm good with going A. I am sure that uh, Arizona fans will respond accordingly with yeah, tact like, and grace. I, yeah, I feel like there, there's Arizona fans that if you disagree with Jed Fish, if, if you think Jed Fish belongs in S, then again, you... I would call you a homer, but there's just like... I mean, I get it. If, if, if you're, if you're love drunk on the program right now, I, I, I if I was like... If, if we were looking at ASU, and ASU just had the season that U of A had after the two seasons yeah, prior, but after right? one year, are I, we I mean, crowning somebody like it's an not the coach? I'm not saying it's the correct thing to do. I'm just saying that if you're like in love with the program and the rebuild, and you're like, this guy's amazing, I could see why people would argue for S. I, I'm perfectly fine with A. Yeah, and it perfectly looks like fine. a lot of people in the chat that are U of A, Tony, uh, Jervis, uh, David, uh, a, a lot of people agree that they they, they understand the kind a. of the difference between uh, a high A or S. So I'm I'm totally comfortable putting Perfect. Jed Fish in A. Um, now my favorite one comes, yeah, because I just I live for this. I live for moments to where I get to talk about Dion Coach Prime Sanders, <laughs> um, simply because I am of the belief that Dion is not a good football coach. I think he can sell anything to you. I think. He is great for marketing. I think mm -hmm. he's great for media. Mm -hmm. I think he's great for recruiting. But on the field, I just don't think he can really hang with the talent in the Big 12. And you look at Colorado last year. Everybody lost their mind over a three-win football team. The worst in the Pac-12. 
Mind you, he won Sports Person of the Year. I, that's still incredible to me. And they were the worst team in the conference. Make it make sense to me, Eric that was, that was decided well before it came out. That was decided probably in like the first two weeks of the season, which is also when a lot of other people decided how good Colorado was going to be for the whole year. Um, I, I don't think he's a bad coach, but I do think that he's a stronger recruiter. He's a stronger leader. He's a stronger kind of rah-rah guy than he is a coach. And so I'm, I would say the highest I'm willing con- to consider is B. C's kind of calling my name. I think D's too far. What do you think? You think D is too far? I think D is too, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that he's that bad of a coach. Like I'm not sitting here saying, oh my gosh, what is he doing? He's not a great coach. Like I, I I liked a lot of the decisions that he made this year. I don't think that he always prepared his team in the best way. I don't think his team was as good as people thought they were going to be, and that kind of set some unfair expectations up on all of them. But I don't I don't go into Colorado games and then leave thinking, like, what the hell was Deion Sanders doing? But I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Like, do you feel differently? Well, this is what I'm trying to find, right? So who were Colorado's three wins this past season? Arizona State going through a rebuild. Right. Nebraska going through a rebuild. Right. And a pretty bad TCU team after, you know, a, a I giant I mean, yeah, when they played, plummet. the expectations were yes. different because TCU was coming off. But the is that how you playoffs. judge it? No, 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 no. You judge off of who they actually played. And I remember saying that when uh, when the Buffs fir- first took that win and they were playing, everybody's like, oh my God, they beat TCU. And you just could watch that TCU team. It's like, that's not... That's not the same team that they were last year. You can't just consider them to be the same. But I, I don't know. I mean, are you saying C or are you I, saying I mean, D? I'm saying I'm saying C or D because again, you look at the teams that he's beaten. Those are all three Power yeah. Five teams that they've beaten, regardless of what they went through. You look at his time at Jackson State in 2022. I'm looking at the teams that they played. Their best win in 2022 was Texas Southern, yeah, or Grambling. Those would be your your best two. And then in 2021, again, looking at the best team that they beat, I would say Alabama State or Texas Southern again. Like they haven't, he he's never proven that he can so, beat other legit teams. Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's fair. And I think we're also judging him on the Dion scale, where if he was anybody else in his first year, you would kind of give him a little bit more grace. Kind of the same way we give Kenny more grace, where it's like, yeah, maybe the the win loss record and all of that isn't that great, and 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 you can look at that. But who's able to really come in and microwave a program to greatness? Like nobody, not even Deion Sanders. Even though th- those were the expectations put on him, because everybody was saying that he could do that. But that's also kind of an unfair standard to, to but be the held. Same to. People, the same people that were telling you that Deion Sanders was gonna he was gonna be Jesus Christ in football form was it? They're people that. Don't understand that you can't, like you said, microwave a football program the way that he was trying to do or the way that the national media said he was going to do. Like Danny bringing it up in the chat, like at the start of the season, comparing Colorado yeah. to 2019 LSU. I mean, that was just that, the most that was disrespectful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That was some real ass clickbait, man. And, and to be honest, like it got us because we're still here talking about it however many months later. But yeah, the, the hype, the hype was real. He didn't live up to the hype. You can hold that against him. Um, and I will, and I don't blame you. I I'm not, I'm not arguing for B. Uh, I, I think C's the highest now that like I'm willing to go, but I'm also not ready to say he's like that bad. I don't know. I don't know if D I, I think C is fair because also, I think the only reason he sees for recruiting. Well, I'm about to say how much of this do you scale personally on the Anthony Totry ranking? Well, the Anthony Totry ranking would have Deion co- Sanders in the D for Dion. Okay, that's where that's I would fair. put him. But I, I'm going to be it's generous. Not hard to find him. I'm going to. Yeah, it's not hard to find him. He's at the bottom of the list. Now, I, I think in terms of recruiting, mm-hmm. uh, I can live with Dion being a C. But Dion, at some point, has to prove that he is more than just a recruiter and that he's a legit football coach. Uh, and he has okay. to go out there and beat yeah. other legit teams. You I can't don't have wins over Grambling and again a three-win Arizona State team in year one saying. This is the guy. I know you can't count almost wins, but five of a kind media in the chat says Colorado almost beat U of A and mm-hmm. almost USC too. I, yeah, I, I mean they weren't they were not an atrociously terrible college football team. They were just bad. Like they they just they weren't they weren't good. They were just bad. They're almost. Hmm. 
Yeah. I was almost a doctor or almost an astronaut. No, I don't I'm know not. about that. I think they were closer to the winds than you were to uh, that. Almost. Buddy. I'm sorry. Almost. That's, I mean, that's just, we're, we're tossing Did that word around. Did you drop out of uh, almost astronaut doesn't school count. Uh, 30, 30 days before graduating? Yeah. The portal opened. The portal opened so for, in. for journalism yeah. school? Yeah, absolutely. That's fair enough. I think you found your calling. But yeah, um, but yeah I mean, and, and Ryan Neal in the chat also says he inherited a 1-11 team. Like, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying is why I can't go D. I just, I can't. I know that you feel differently about Dion. I do, I do. I'm not as strong in that in that place, but I'm also not like headstrong for him. So let's let's go see and let's let's move on from prime time. Okay, we will keep Kenny for last. Uh, let's go ahead and do Oklahoma State's Mike Gundy. The okay. Best hair in the conference. Best hair. Is he also in consideration for best coach? That's a tough one. Again, you want to talk about somebody that has been, to be great, you have to be consistently good, right? He, he has been been oklahoma state he's been there since 2005 do you know how many bowl games or seasons i guess without a bowl game that oklahoma state has had while mike gundy has been the coach he's he's, he's been the been coach bowl games 19 in, years he's, he's been at oklahoma 18 state years. He's 18 been at, years i think it's just his first year his first year in 2005 he's always good was the only time that oklahoma state didn't go to a bowl game again he has found ways sometimes making something out of absolutely nothing in Stillwater. And there's a reason why Oklahoma State continues to be um, a a middle-of-the-pack team, even with the changing landscape of college football. I think the lowest that you could realistically go is a B for Gundy. I I would listen to an A argument. I I, I don't think you can go lower than A. You're going A? I I, I don't think you can go lower than A. Part of me was slightly considering S, but I don't think their consistent like level is as high as a Utah and, and Kyle Whittingham. Yeah. But like to to be bowling eighteen out of nineteen years, yeah, that's pretty eighteen crazy. straight years with Oklahoma State, that's that's really impressive. And do I think that he is just the greatest coach in college football? No, but you do need to respect Gundy. all of this. And, and I mean, look, if you're talking about it, if you're just looking at the former Big 12 schools, including the ones that are leaving in Texas and in Oklahoma, you could argue he's the best coach out of all of those. And a lot of rankings before last season had Mike Gundy as the number one coach in the Big 12. Yeah. And, and so I don't I don't think that that is an out there conversation to have. In fact, I think if you had to kind of put odds down on it, most people would probably roll with him just based off of how long he's been around. But he's not Kyle Whittingham. And if I had to coach for one game, I would take Jed Fish before him. You would take Jed Fish over Gundy? Yes, for one game. But you're taking Gundy. Gundy's an A coach. So I, I, would, I think Gundy's an A coach. I think, I think he's a. a. I think I'd put him behind Jed. Um, the longevity is carrying Gundy more than the ceiling. And I, I, think, I think Jed has a higher ceiling, personally. Okay. So I'm I'm good with the hair being an A. <laughs> okay, I could live with it. Gundy as an A tier coach, but S tier hair. For sure. Right? Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead. We could do TCU's Sony Dykes now. Okay. Uh, a dude only been at TCU for a couple of seasons, and in those two seasons, kind of wildly different years. Oh yeah. Twenty twenty two, obviously uh, a thirteen and two year. Um, the TCU team that just got absolutely dog walked by Georgia in the national championship. But they game. made it. They did. They did make it. And then obviously in 2023, um, a giant drop off. The team went five and seven. They did lose Max Duggan and a lot of talent that they had um, at TCU. But with just those two years, you kind of have to go outside the scope and see what Sony did at some of these other programs was at SMU before TCU was at Cal before that. And then Louisiana Tech to really start his coaching career. Do you see enough to put him as an A tier coach just based off the fact that he took TCU to a natty in year one. I mean, it's not nothing, right? It's like, not nothing, like, but like, when you lose as bad as they did, no, and you but, have Georgia players okay, eating chicken wings. But like, it's it, a lot of teams would have lost like that to yeah, that but, Georgia but team. That, that, that Georgia team was, but that is one of the best you've ever seen on the college football. That field. can't be the like. What's the word I'm looking for? That can't be the excuse, right? Is, oh, well, number one is just so much better than number two that anybody else would have lost like that. Like, at a certain point, you're the second best team in the nation and you're playing in the national championship game. You can't lose by what? 40, 50 points? That's just unacceptable. Not yeah, with as I, much talent that was on that team. I, I, I get it, 
right? And you want you can hold that against him definitely as far as preparation goes. I I still think everybody was going into that game. I don't think anybody was picking TCU to win. Do you remember anybody saying TCU was going to win? I'm sure there were people out there that thought I, the Horn Frogs did a chance. I, I that I, offense was pretty disgusting. Yeah, they they were, but then there was Georgia, and Georgia was just different. And I'm not gonna put more negative on his plate for making it there and then getting dominated by a team that without a doubt on paper was the better team. Now I'd have him higher if they put up a better fight. I'd have him higher if they won the game for sure. And it doesn't help that the next season he turns around and doesn't have a great one, a horrible one. Um, it It's tough because that, that TCU team was kind of like lightning in a bottle. They kind of had a bunch of transfers come in and they, they were able to make a gel really quickly. And that is on coaching. Like that is a really big deal when you have guys that weren't there for a long time and then yeah. weren't going to be around after that to kind of put it together and and to put together the run that they did. I'm thinking B. I, yeah, I'm I, thinking I, B just because he's he's reached the heights. He flipped SMU around in yeah. a couple of years, and before SMU he wasn't incredible. So I can't I can't put him. He's in not Gundy or Fish. No, and he's not Dion. So I think he fits B, perfectly in the, yeah. in the B slot. Um, and I think there is still a, a big gap between Dion and, and Dykes. Like, I, that's, I just that's fair. That's think fair. That's, that makes the most sense. But moving on, going to, let's go Iowa State. Do Matt Campbell next. This is another interesting one because Iowa State, you want to talk about lightning in a bottle, that 2020 season, mm-hmm. nine and three, finished the year with a Fiesta Bowl win, finished ninth in the AP top 25, heading into 2021. They were the seventh uh, team in the AP top 25 to start the season, and that was their highest ranking. They ultimately lost to Cheez-It Bowl yeah. um, and only went seven and six. And they really haven't been able to capture what they did in 2020 since then. That was Campbell's best season at Iowa State. They were seven and six this past season, four and eight in 2022. Um, and, and they just, after Brock Purdy left, right? they really haven't been anywhere close to as good as I think people maybe anticipated them being. Yeah, I I think that they've been a disappointment as of late, for sure. At the end of the day, though, an 87 and 63 record, that's that's not terrible. Um, it's actually, it's pretty good. Uh, he was the MAC coach of the year in 2015. He's a three-time Big 12 coach of the year and two-time AP Big 12 coach of the year. And recently, it hasn't been that great. Um but I don't, I don't know if that's all necessarily a reflection on him. I don't look at the rosters that he's been working yeah. with and thinking like, wow, how, how do you fumble that? Uh, I just, I, just I don't. Iowa State. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Iowa State. And, and I think if I'm looking at it, I'm looking at a C or a B, but he has hit some, some pretty high highs. I think if I'm going to have him in C, I'm going to have him above Dion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm not opposed to, to B. This is, this is the guy that I'd probably put end of B and maybe once we put all this out here and we kind of revisit and look at everything, I might bump him down to C. But he, I mean, getting coach of the year three different times is not nothing. Yeah. No, it's not nothing. And again, I, I think he is better than Dion. The question is, do you How put him in the better? same tier? Do you put him in the same tier as a coach that led a team to a natty in their first season and a natty appearance? Or does he belong in the the Dion tier at C? And I would honestly lean toward again Matt Campbell probably being above Dion in the C tier. Okay, let's let's put him high C. I'm 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 not I'm not hating. You're not gonna that. lose sleep over that? I might, but we'll <laughs> I see. I think you also gotta take into account he has to recruit to Ames, Iowa. Hey, yeah, from what fair. I heard What's... in our comment section, Ames, Iowa is pretty great. Well, I, I've heard some people talk about the uh, the you ever been to scene. Iowa. I haven't personally. Uh, I also remember back when I was working on radio and all this stuff kind of broke out and Big Twelve and all of that. Uh, we were hating on Ames, Iowa, and we had some listeners be like, "Hey, don't knock it till you try it." Now I ain't gonna try it. No, I'm gonna but knock I, it. I, I'll try not to. I'm gonna knock, knock it. it. I've been to places that get that cold, and I'm good. I will absolutely knock it. It's fair enough. All Look, right. We've we've gotten about a third of this list. I do want to take a pause and tell you guys about some of our lovely partners that we have, starting with Desert Financial Credit Union, guys. They are the official retail banking partner of Arizona State University, and they are not new to this game. They've been doing it for more than 84 years. Desert Financial has been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union, dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better. Eric, 
you actually have used Desert Financial Credit Union for a long time. Whole now. life. I Whole life, never had a single problem with them whatsoever. Like, Love to hear Not it. one. Love to hear it. Guys, if you're an Arizona sports fan, there's no better place to do your banking than Desert Financial Credit Union. It's the only place that you can show your team spirit every time you make a purchase with exclusive debit cards branded with your favorite teams. Bring the boom and get fired up with Arizona State University Visa debit cards. Now is the time to show your ASU team spirit. Open a free checking account online and get $200 plus your choice of three Arizona State University Visa debit cards. Go to desertfinancial.com slash ASU to get started. You want to reach the next level, Totri? I'm always looking for the next level. We're talking about with these coaches, man, who's going to take their program to the next level? Well, we might not be college football programs, but we do want to reach that same space. And you can do it at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, who are S-tier. Nobody does it like them. A complete immersive experience with an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement you're not going to find anywhere else in the desert. It's it's a high bar. they got a bunch of slot machines, live table games. They've got a Arizona's largest casino sportsbook, which we hold events out of at Wild Horse Pass Casino. It's the BetMGM Sportsbook. It's a great place to watch games, put some money on games, just hang out with friends, or come hang out with us when we have events there as well. And if you're looking for something to eat, you want something casual? They got it. You want something a little higher end? Maybe uh, take out your uh, significant other for mm. a nice Valentine's That's Day? That's where I'm taking Craig Morgan for Valentine's Day. Craig he just Mor- doesn't know yet. He just doesn't know. He knows now because he's giving you a look. I don't think... <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I think he might just go by himself. I don't know if you're going to be there with you. But you know what? You can have fun by yourself at Gila River Resorts That's and Casinos too. as well because everybody's there to have some fun. Plus, if you want to stay, do a little staycation, something local... Stay there as well. They got plenty of hotel options. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details. To quote uh, PHNX Suns, Lindsay, make sure you've got your pants when you are headed to Gila River Resorts Casinos. Um, I don't think they'll let you in without them. But let's get back to our Big 12 coaches tier list. Next one, Willie Fritz, who isn't in the Big 12 yet, but he has been hired to be Houston's next coach and Willie Fritz might be a familiar name because do you know where he was at Houston prior? No, I don't. Tulane. Tulane oh, has had some success yeah, over the last couple of seasons with Willie, with Willie Fritz as the coach. This is another unique situation because specifically over the last two seasons, Tulane has been really, really solid. In 2023, they were 11-2. and two. In 2022, they were 12-2. and two. Prior to that, though, they've been kind of average. And then in 2021, they weren't good at all. They were 2-10. and 10. So it really is an interesting spot with how you want to judge Willie Fritz. I mean, it, if you're going to just look off of who you play and success that comes from that, and in eight seasons at Tulane, he won the second most games in the school's 130 season history, was the American Athletic Conference Coach of the Year in the past two seasons, and led them to consecutive AAC championship games. Uh, they lost uh, to, SMU, <laughs> to SMU in this past season. Uh, but the end of the regular season, 11-2, and two, I mean, this is a guy who's been around. They beat USC, by the way. Yeah, in a they phenomenal beat, they bowl beat game. USC in a bowl game. And, and, I mean, he's been around for a really long time. He, he's no spring chicken, 63 years old. 31 years in college football. His first job was at Blinn Junior College. That's not a head real coaching. place. It's not a real place. In 1993. Well, it is to Fritz. <laughs> uh, he's happy to be at Houston, though. Says it's his dream job, and it's kind of like his first big shot. And when you take over a school like Tulane in 2016, they had appeared in just two bowl games since 1999. Wow. 1999 to 2016, they were in two bowl games. It's the anti-Gundy. And <laughs> the I, anti-Gundy. Uh, I, I, you have to respect that. I, I know that he hasn't done it at a huge school yet, yeah. but that coming with a bunch of success at a school like Tulane, who's been very desperate for it and has not seen it in a very long time, I, I'm thinking lowest is, is B. I don't know if I'm ready to go A. I'm not ready to go A. I can't go C, though. No, I no, can't no, no, go no. C. I feel like C are guys that still have something to prove. Um, I feel like he proved his worth at Tulane over that period of time. Um, and, and then obviously moving on to, to Houston, I'm interested to see what he does in year one. I'm comfortable putting him behind Sony yeah. Um, yeah. in the B tier. Yeah, let's so. let's let's. He do might bring that. up the caboose when, when I mean, it's all said. I done. don't know. I... I He's been very consistent over the past couple of years working with a, a program that wasn't really one that would be easy to work with. Yeah. And I, I mean, do Tulane find that isn't a college they, like, they football hub. Now they are. <laughs> um, I mean, he's leaving it a lot better than he found it. And Very uh, true. Very true. He's been around. So I'm, I'm with it. 
Okay, let's B. go ahead. Let's do Baylor's coach, Dave Aranda. Okay. Uh, been coaching at Baylor for four years now, and just about 500 through those four years. Baylor had a down season last year. They were three and nine. They were six and seven in 2022. But at a certain point to start the season, they were in the AP top 25, as high as number 10. And at at one point, they reached number nine. But again, ended that season six and seven, losing the Armed Forces Bowl the year before in 2021. They were a 12 and two team. They won the Sugar Bowl. They were on all sorts of highs. The number five team in that AP top 25, just missing out in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. Where does Dave belong? Well, it's tough because uh, the last season was not great. Last season was really bad. And realistically, his three of the four years that he had coached at Baylor have not been very good. Yeah, I mean, three and nine, uh, worst record since 2017. They did move on from their offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes. I don't know how much blame you can put on that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know if we have our first D. I always feel bad putting somebody in D. Why? Um, well, I guess, yeah, I guess I don't really care. So why should I? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. What do you think? Is D too harsh? Mm. It is. A, I mean, I'm surprised he's still there, to be honest with at you. At Baylor? Yeah. I think this is his last season. Well, if they without, don't without have... a doubt, this is his last shot. And can you give a guy who has put himself in that position? See? They've been pretty bad. They have. I think. You're right. You're, I think, I, I'm I with think D. I think I D. D. I think we've got our first D coach. We're Dave. very evenly spread Dave, here. Dave stands for D. Right. Do we want to we want to run through? Or D stands for Dave. Yeah, not Dave stands for D. Yeah, either go. way, you want to you want to run through who we got here just for anybody who's joining us and yeah, and absolutely. So if you're new here, we got Kyle Whittingham in the S tier. We got Jed Fish and Mike Gundy in the A tier. Sony Dykes. Um, and remind me, Willie, Willie Fritz, Fritz here in the B tier. Matt Campbell and Dion, Coach Prime Sanders in the C tier and Dave Aranda in that D tier. Still got a couple coaches left. I do want to move on to the BYU coach. Okay. Kalani Sataki. Um, first off, phenomenal name. And I Probably love the best name on this list. Love what he's been able to do um, in a short period of time. Um, just recently, I would say, with with BYU football. And, and he's just a dude. I don't know if you've if what if you've watched any BYU football games. He's a coach that I feel like you just want to root for. Yeah. Right? Like he's been at BYU for eight years now. And this has been a team that again, you want to talk about somebody that's found ways to get to bowl games, four and two in their bowl games, six bowl game appearances. Um, and, and this is a BYU team that I feel like they've always been pretty average in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I he's a good coach. I, I mean I, I think he's he's at least a solid coach. I, I'm not thinking anything lower than B for him. I maybe high C if you convince me. I can't go A. I feel like he's probably gonna be around average. Um but he's at I mean what do you think what do you think of and last year was BYU's first year in the Big Twelve. Right. right? They were they in were the West Coast Conference yeah. from twenty eleven to twenty twenty three. Uh, so that's where you see kind of that eleven and one, ten and three success. Last year, first year in the Big Twelve, five and seven. Obviously, you're meeting different competition. Right? Do you think that impacts where he has to fall on this list? Kind of the same way that it impacted Dion um, at Jackson fair. State. He, but he's had he's had more success before. Yeah. Before Dion, he's been around for a little bit longer. If he is C, he's ahead of Dion, and I probably would put him at the top of C. You want to put him at the top of C? Yeah. I, he just, I know that conferences are maybe a little bit different. I almost want to put him in between Campbell and Dion. I'm, I'm fine. Just because yeah, Campbell, just because Campbell, when he had Purdy. He had the heights. He had, yeah. They had they higher had the highs heights. than I would say that Kalani has had um, at BYU over the last little bit. Cool. So let's see. Where do we want to go next? Do we Do we want to just go right into Kenny here? I almost want to. I mean, if, if that's what you want. Because we, we've kind of got a standard. We've we've kind of got a, yeah. a standard list here. I want to hear your take on where you think Kenny Dillingham, the head coach for Arizona State, fits on list this list. Because last year, obviously, his first year as the head coach, mm-hmm. um, his first year as a head coach, we've seen where he's been prior uh, and had successes as an OC. Okay, I got two answers. Which one do you want first? Well, depends. One or two. Give me two. two. You want two? Two. The it's C. C. Okay. It's C. And, and, Explain and, to me why. Uh, that that answer is the base off of what the results have been and longevity and how we would judge other people. I don't think that he's done enough 
to do that. Now you want my personal rankings of how good of a coach that I think he is and where he can get. I, I would have him in B now and I think he can get up to A. And if you give him 10 years, I think you can get him up to S. Like that's how good this guy is. He's got recruiting. He's got insane creativity on the field. He's got yeah. buy-in from the players. He has all the building bo- blocks to be an S-tier coach and an A-tier coach within the next two years. But at the end of the day, he's had one season. As a head coach. As a head coach. A lot went wrong that was out of his control, and he did his best. But it it the results are what the results are. And I think for the sake of this, I'm okay putting him at the end of B. I would take him to coach my program out of anybody below that. So I guess that can kind of be the uh, deciding factor. But yeah. where uh, where do you go? I think I think he belongs in B um, at the end of B because I think look if, if you're going through the A coaches. They're they're fighting to BS coaches, right? And the mm-hmm. C coaches, they have a lot to prove. I feel like the B coaches, specifically with what we have, right? With Willie coming over from Tulane to Houston, it's he's had success, but right. right. You look at Sony Dykes at TCU, had success, but. but Kenny Dillingham has had success, but not as a head coach. Not as a head coach, no. But everywhere else he has been, and again, we judged Dion and we judged Willie prior. Specifically, Dion, before being like at a D1 program. Right. And he wasn't ever a coordinator. But he was the head coach. He was the head coach. So it, it, it really depends on how much you want to judge everything else. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. Like, I, C is where the, not the cynic, but like the, the realist, the like try to step outside of like personal bias. Yeah. You know, trying to come at that, but but personally, I'm I'm such a big fan of him, his scheme, how he talks to players, how he recruits players. You know, like you play sports video yeah, games, you want to talk and the guy has too. potential at the very yeah. end, right? And it's like potential is A plus. Like the potential with Kenny is A plus, or like S tier, I guess is what you would call it with this. The the potential for him is there, and I don't see a reality where he does not climb those ranks and hopefully stays at ASU that entire time. Um, sorry, sorry, Sharon, who wanted us to keep Dilly last. Uh, if he is C, he's top. And if he is B, he's probably bottom. I think for the sake of, do you want to fill out the, re- we've had the conversation now. Do you want to fill well, out the fine. rest of the list yeah, and fine. then kind of see this where is, we go bro, from this, there? We might need to go rapid fire. This is tough here. This is tough here. We we're, we're digging into this. I know. I love it. And we I love have to it. talk about Alonzo Gaffney. Maybe, maybe. Trust me. The Alonzo Gaffney is not going to play. Trust me. All right. All right. Let's get into Neil Brown, West Virginia coach. Been at West Virginia since 2019. Really a program that you want to talk about that's been average since he got there. Five and seven, six and four, six and seven, five and seven last year, nine and four. They won the most disgusting bowl game of them all, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Mayo. Um, but again, at West Virginia as the head coach, they've been pretty average over the last four or five years. You have any particular place that you middle see? Middle C. Middle C. Are we talking above Dion? <laughs> are you talking above Dion? <laughs> Nine and four last year, been around. I mean, I don't I, know. I honestly they won a bowl game. They did. I might put Dion ahead of him just for recruiting that's stuff. That's I. I that's that's fair. You. If I had to choose who I'd want in a program, it would be Dion. I just kind of wanted to join you and and in the, and the hate of Dion. Yeah, Sanders. I don't think he's a great coach. End to see, but I, I they they're not as bad as Baylor has been. Baylor's been so season. bad, dude. So I, I can't put him D. C is C is okay with me. He had a good last season, but again, do it for longer. <laughs> do it for longer. Okay, let's job. let's no, go ahead. Um, oh my goodness, <laughs> let's go ahead do uh, the Kansas State coach Chris Cleveland. I, I like him. Five years, um, 39 and 24 career record. You look at Kansas State over the last few years, won the Pop-Tart Bowl, um, lost the Sugar S. Bowl, won the S? Pop-Tart Bowl. This oh, the, the, we're, we're ranking bowl games now. I'm kidding. I'm uh, Kansas kidding, State, 9-4 in 2023. They were 10-4 and four before that, then 8-5, and 4-6, and six, and then 8-5. and five. In the five years he's been at Kansas State, they have been to four bowl games. Again, played in the Texas Bowl, Sugar Bowl, Liberty Bowl, and Pop-Tarts Bowl. Um we might have another A coach here. I, I mean, I would that was I was personally debating is it A or is it B? And I really like him a lot. I'm okay with end of A or top of B. I can live with putting him at the end of A. I yeah, I think between him and Dykes is a good conversation, to be honest with you. Just because Dykes has hit that that ceiling higher. Yeah. But um I, the 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 way that, that K State has kind of been built. And that foundation is there, and you can just tell that everybody's kind of playing the right way. It is kind of a cliche, but it's true. 
Um, end of A. Let's do end of A. I'm here for it. Especially for a program like Kansas State. End yeah. of A. Yeah. He's really, really turned that around. Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead. We could do Kansas now. Uh, like Lance too. Leopold. I like Lance. Do you? Yeah. What do you I, like about Lance? <laughs> aside from his name. <laughs> it's a, it, it, it is a good name. I, I Look, I'm not saying like is in like A or high B, um, but Kansas is kind of a tough hand to be dealt, and their program is better with him <laughs> they want look they won a bowl game and they at one point they were number 19 in he's the 163 and 60 as a head coach three and two in bowls but i mean again a lot of that is also in some division three stuff he won six division three national championships did you know that yeah buffalo i'm looking at his record at buffalo he was on a tear at a certain point 10 and 10 and 4 8 and 5 6 and 1 in 2020 then he got to kansas last three seasons uh two and 10 the first year kansas not good six and seven in 2022 and then nine and four um in year three you know that, that feels a lot like jed fish i i'm gonna like that's why i like him like taking kansas after having sustained success in different levels of college football being around he's been coaching for 30 years he's been a head coach for a long time now and i maybe longer than 30 years um I feel like we're we're dancing between high B and low A. I think uh, I'm gonna go high B. High B. I'm gonna go high B. Top of B. Top of B. I can live with that. I, I I'm gonna go top of. What B. would you say? And you might not have an answer for this, and this is fine. What is the difference between him and Jed Fish? Why, after three seasons, is Lance Leopold high B and Jed Fish high A? What's the difference? I think U of A's been a better team. Like I, I just I and the the turnaround well yeah like yeah the floor was lower I I mean I don't know man because first year at Kansas two and ten one and eight in the conference yeah that's they were really, bad it's really bad that's really bad but I just think as a whole if I'm taking a program going forward and who I think is going to be a better team I I would take the University of Arizona but I don't I mean you you wouldn't be killing me to put him in A I I wouldn't. I think I wouldn't hate it. The only reason that I'm going to say that he is a top of B instead of low A is simply because, again, a lot of this and maybe not a lot of it, but part of it has to do with who you play. Right. Mm -hmm. The Big 12 last year specifically wasn't as competitive as the Pac-12. No, the Pac-12 was was great. So that is why I would argue Jed Fish for being where he's at versus Lance Leopold. So I'm comfortable with where they are at there. I'm with it. I I, I do think that there's a world where he is A. Yeah, I think so too. If he gets one more really good year out in Kansas, I would be surprised if he's not at Kansas a lot longer. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fair. Let's go ahead and we could do Cincinnati's coach next. Scott Satterfield, uh, 10 years coaching, obviously not all of those years at Cincinnati. 2023 was his first year with the Bearcats, a three and nine season. Um, definitely a, a downward spiral after Luke Fickle left for Wisconsin. Right. Um, before that, he was at Louisville, seven and five, six and seven, four and seven, eight and five. Uh, Appalachian State, it was above average there. Then obviously moved on to Louisville. Had, again, kind of a, a weird career to go ahead and get that Cincinnati job after Luke Fickle left. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. When he got hired, I was like, "What?" It was almost like they were they were hoping and praying for the next Luke Fickle. Well, right, but I I didn't see it with him. I still don't see it with him. No, three and nine. There's just not a whole lot of proven D. success. Ooh, is he a D coach? I do we have another D. D? I think we do. I mean, let me just read off the record. Right, since he left Appalachian State, eight and five, four and seven, six and seven, seven and five, three and nine. Yeah, not good. <laughs> the Big Twelve, Big Twelve wasn't great last year, and you're you're at a school that is not too many years removed from hitting very high highs. Yeah, on a national stage, so that that helps with recruiting. I I can't I can't say I've seen anything out of him that would be like I want him to to lead my football program. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I don't I don't really want that. I can live with him being a D coach. Now, do you put him above Dave or below Dave, or is D just D? Honestly, I D is just D to me. I don't really care pause but yeah we can go ahead we could put him in the uh d tier let's go ahead we could do ucf next um we got our good buddy gus here okay gus malzen been coaching for for 12 years college football 101 and 54 um and then in bowl games again you kind of see the disparity here only three and seven in bowl appearances um he's been at ucf for a few years now they were six and seven last year um, still went to a bowl game, but lost. They lost the military bowl in 2022. And then in his first season at UCF, they went nine and four. 
um, and they actually did win a bowl game. He was at Auburn and had a pretty successful career mm-hmm. there. Um, appearances in the Sugar Bowl, the Peach Bowl, the Outback Bowl. Um, and then obviously he was at Auburn in 2013 when they lost the BCS championship game. We sniffing another A? We might be. We might be. It's tough though for me to put him in the A after a six and seven season. Because yeah, you look at the other three season. guys, it is one season, but you look at the other three guys. And they're on higher highs. They right are now. on much higher highs right now. I get it. That's he's, why I feel like he fits the B tier of A. He if did he's this. B, I think he's top of B. Him. Over our boy Lance. Uh, well, I mean, that's. He's been around longer. He has been. He has been around longer. He's had more career success. He's had a down season at UCF. Um, First two seasons at UCF were nine win marks. I, he's up there. I'll let you make the call. Top of B, I don't know whether to put him behind (laughs) or uh, in front of Lance. I'm comfortable putting him above Lance in the B tier. I'm with Um, him. Actually, let's go ahead. Let's put him... Right after Lance. Because again, Lance, that three-year... Yeah. yeah, he had a good season. You look at those that three-year span. We've only got three or two coaches left. Kenny Dillingham uh, being one of them and then the Texas Tech coach as well. We will get to those here in a second. But first, I want to tell you guys how I started my day. Eric, how? do you know how I started my day? Actually, I do know because it's how you start every day. Every you went and got an energy drink from Circle K. Day. I'm there twice a day, either for a snack and an energy drink or for gas and an energy drink. Guys, Circle K, they have it all for you, and they're going to help you save money every single day with their new free membership program, Inner Circle. And when you get started, you can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups, and then every day after that, you are going to save three cents per gallon. You're going to get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products, pizza, coffee, ice-cold fountain drinks, and if that's not enough, like I said, they have phenomenal deals on energy drinks and all of their other snacks at Circle K, not to mention they've got a million and five different locations. So join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. If you don't have the Circle K app already, what are you and you're not a part of the Inner Circle, I, do you hate saving money? Do you hate getting good deals? Do you like paying full price for gas? I, <laughs> I don't know, man. That just doesn't sound right to me. And uh, if you like saving money, you probably like free money as well. I love free money. And that is where our friends at the BetMGM Sportsbook come in. If you download the BetMGM Sportsbook app, sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account, place a wager in the amount of at least that $5. Once you've placed the bet, you're going to receive $158 in bonus bets, regardless of the outcomes wager. Like, that's free money. That is free money. That's lit- It is literally free money. You don't have to do anything except for put five dollars in sign up for an account place a bet doesn't matter if it wins doesn't matter what it is but you can listen to this guy get a nice parlay and and it will be a winner plus you're going to get your 158 dollars free now you're rolling in cash that's a lot of gas at circle k man that's a lot of gas listen sign up for bet mgm use bonus code phnx that's important use code phnx place your first bet mgm sportsbook wager through the bet mgm sportsbook mobile application for at least five dollars you'll receive 158 dollars instantly and additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. You can check out the show notes for details. And now listen to Shane talk about that disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. You want to say it? No. Okay. I'm sticking to it. Well, look, we've got two coaches left. Before we do that, we do have some breaking news, according to wee Pete Thamel. Uh, Kalen DeBoer has informed Washington that he will be the next Ooh. coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Life's a dirty game, BJ Green. Life's Damn. a dirty, green. dirty <laughs> game. Dude, dude transferred to UW. Yeah, I was like, going to be playing for DeBoer, and now DeBoer's <sighs> heading over to Alabama. That's tough. You know what that means? Come home. You know what that means? The transfer portal, as Come soon home. as that announcement is official, the transfer portal window will be open for all Washington Huskies for the next 30 days. Do you... I mean, it's not one of those schools that we were talking about that Kenny has deep connections with, but... I mean, it was a school that ASU had played last year. I'm sure some of the players are familiar with how tough of a game ASU gave them. Yeah. Um, even the ones who've been there for a couple years before the Dillingham era and Trenton Borgay, the last quarterback to beat Michael Penix before Michigan. Um, 
I don't see why some of them wouldn't look at ASU, but I cannot be as confident that Kenny's going to be picking from the from the pile as I would if yeah. it was a Mike Norvell at, at Florida State or before he said it wasn't going to happen to Dan Lanning at Oregon. Now, look, there are people, ASU fans in the chat, asking about B.J. Green. B.J. Green is allowed to return. He can transfer back to Arizona State. Um, with that, though, the reason I don't think it will happen is simply because we've heard Kenny Dillingham talk a lot about if you don't want to be at Arizona State, then you don't have to be. I will wish you the absolute best and you can be on your way. I don't know how Kenny Dillingham would feel. How would you feel if your ex, if your, your girlfriend breaks up with you? <laughs> she sees that the grass isn't greener on the other side and she comes crawling back to you. Do you, do you say welcome home? I think it's a little bit of a different situation. Is it? Pro- yeah, I think so. Because if you're going to Washington, because you're like, the only reason I don't want to be at ASU is because I, I I like the situation in Washington better. And then the situation changes at Washington and you go back to Kenny, you'd be like, hey man, like obviously things changed. I appreciated how you handled this. I've been thinking about it. And if I can't be there with how I thought that was going to be, there's no other place I would rather be than here. Maybe some couples therapy is what they'll need. I mean, maybe, but I also, I, I get that Kenny only wants guys who want to be there. But if you make it clear, like the reasoning behind everything, you sit down, you have a conversation with him. I also don't see Kenny as the type of guy to hold a grudge, especially if you're a player that can help. Well, look, we talk about, and, and this is the the fun cycle that we're going to see for really the first time in a long time in college football, because there hasn't been a job opening quite like Alabama in some time, right? So Alabama, Nick Saban retires. Kalen DeBoer, one of the best coaches in college football, takes Washington to a a national championship appearance. They lose to Michigan regardless. We talk about DeBoer going to Alabama. Boom. Washington's roster is now open season. Yeah. Who fills that spot, right? Because whoever fills that spot, guess what? If they're a head coach, their roster opens up. Jed Jed Fish. What? Huh? We'll see. Where's that contract extension? Huh? What? Huh? They misplaced it along with what? $240 million? (laughs) It was lost in in filing. We will see what happens, but no, my personal two cents on it is I don't think BJ Green would transfer back to Arizona State from my understanding. It's not likely. He had other offers um, at one big Big 12 school um, and other schools and a Big 10 school, I believe, as well. So he's definitely got his opportunities around the nation. Um, we will see what transpires with BJ Green and I guess some of these other portal players. But let's go ahead, finish the last two of these Big 12 coaches going to Texas Tech, Joey McGuire, the new head football coach of Jalen Conyers, tight end, <laughs> running back, quarterback, all things podcaster. Oh, uh, Joey McGuire, two seasons at Texas Tech, eight and five in 2022. They won the Texas Bowl and then seven and six in 2023. They also won the Independence Bowl. So two bowling appearances, two kind of slightly better than average seasons. Where do you put our good friend C? Joey? C. High C, low B. You seem surprised by that. I do, because he's had two winning records and two bowl wins. Yeah. But I, how, I will listen to it. I'll listen to it. I There's just not a lot of... Um, there's not a lot to really go off of here. I, and that's kind of why I would go C and top of C, to be clear about that. I would, I would listen to top of C, end of B. Top of C, end of B. But I'm not going to lose sleep either way. I don't think it's enough, and I don't think that slightly above 500 records you're not ending up in the greatest bowl game and i don't i don't value bowl wins in this era of college football as much as i did maybe five years ago yeah and so he's not he's he's not a bad coach um he's fine i'm i just haven't seen a lot and that leads me to err on the side of caution so high C, low B. High C, low B. Are I don't thinking? think he's a B coach. Ah, uh, the B coaches we've been pretty consistent with. They've had success, but they're missing something. Yeah, right. And he's had relative two success. seasons of I would say success. They've gone bowling. I think there is uh, an expectation that this year they make a little bit more of a jump. I mean, yeah. So how does he get Jalen Conyers? So low B or high C is kind of where we're at here. The I mean, look, we, we've got Kenny too. Kenny is in that same ballpark of low B, high C. I mean, it's it's tough because he has had better records than Kenny the last couple of years, but I would without a doubt take Kenny over him to lead my football program. This is a tough one, man. This is a real tough one. I'll let you make the call on Joey. I'm going to go high C. 
High C for Joey? I can't okay. put him in B. Okay. And now, so we've kind of got our, our rankings as they stand now. We're just missing, we're just missing Kenny Dillingham. High and C, we talked B. about high C, low B. Danielle, we're kind of split here. Eric is on the, the high C. I'm on the low B tier. Where do you want to put him? I would go low B. Low to, B? Because I be think fair, I'm not I, opposed. I think where where the program was when he inherited it. And I think uh, somebody in the chat, it was a while ago, so I might I might not find it, um, but said, here it is. Uh, Steven Joseph said, and I've never <laughs> seen a coach single-handedly win a game until this year at UCLA. I, I, um, it's fair. Without Kenny Dillingham, ASU doesn't win. Any games. It, no. Maybe God, any no. games, to be honest. And, but especially UCLA. S tier. But okay. S tier. No, but, I, I would definitely him. put him in and in, in B. I'm comfortable. And I don't even know if I would put him low B. I I'm think a, I would put him middle B. I think I'll put him at the end of B just for the the It's it's been one season. and yeah, he yeah. had he had really shitty cards dealt to him, guys. And the, the crappy thing is people will see oh this my tier gosh. and everybody's see it gonna agree with this on social media. They're gonna I see know it, it without contacts and all of that. How could Kenny be B? But the guys below him Perfect. have better Let records. Uh, he is an incredible recruiter. He is an incredible person to lead a program. He was dealt probably the worst hand in entire college football. He was dealt like a pretty point, shitty hand. Point blank, period. Yeah. And he did with it what he could. And nobody's leaving ASU unhappy. They're just leaving for more money, which again is not a Kenny Dillingham problem. To put it into perspective, what Kenny Dillingham inherited was a senile old man um, took a puzzle out of a box and scattered the pieces across the state of Arizona. But then he also looked up the answers to the puzzle. You're and right. Still he still couldn't cheated. get the puzzle right. He cheated. <laughs> and then the puzzle committee. Decided that he was going to be reprimanded. But no, not him. It. He wasn't going to be reprimanded. The other puzzle the pu- the, put the together. <laughs> the pieces. The pieces I don't were know reprimanded. About this one, man. I think this might have got a little off the rails. Kenny is a low B for me. I think he's got yeah, a, a lot I'm of potential. Okay but I, I think with the rest of those B coaches, it is you've done X, Y, and Z. Every, but every single guy in and that beat here. I think Sharon in the chat here, um, and what he did getting uh getting going with the yeah. NIL. Yeah, because we talk about leaving for for more money. Well, that's not going to be the case anymore. Yeah, because of Kenny Dillingham. Yeah, I all the guys in B had really good records either last season or within the last two seasons. Yeah. They've hit high highs. You just can't put Kenny above them right now. Kenny Dillingham will be an A or an S tier coach within the next couple of years. That's not a doubt in my mind. But I but right would. but right now. Right now, I can't. I can't go above that. End of B is perfectly and I think, fair. I think this is the opposite of of the rest of B. <laughs> there, they have success, but right. um, Kenny Dillingham has not had success. But yeah, correct. Yeah, success on the field. I should say. I'm comfortable with that. And just a reminder: if you disagree with any of these, um, you can direct your comments to Eric Ruby at Eric E-R-I-K-R-U-B-Y. Ruby um, on social media. He Light is responsible up. for this entire tier list. Eric, do you want to do a rundown for everybody that's listening on audio of what we have here? Yeah, we got Kyle Whittingham in S tier all by himself. We got Jed Fish, Mike Gundy, and Lance Leopold in A. Then we've got or Chris oh, Cleoman. Sorry, Cleoman, the Kansas Cle- State. Yeah, coach. sorry, the Blues. We got Lance Leopold. I know it's so far B. away. It's, the TV. It's it's hard because it's also the coaches, and they all kind of just look generic from <laughs> far away. And so I'm trying to squint. I should have written this down as I went. I might need your help. I got um, you. We got Kenny and B. We got Sonny Willie Dykes. Fritz, Sony Dykes, uh, Lance Leopold. Um, we've got who's second? The, the UCF coach. The UCF oh, coach. Uh, Gu- Gus Malzahn. Yep. Um, and then in C. Uh, we've got Matt Campbell, uh, Matt Campbell. He's the second one. Cincinnati. His name is slipping my mind right got now. Lovely Dion coach, prime Sanders there. Deal Brown, West Virginia. Um, we've got BYU's coach there as well. And then moving on to the D tier, we have Baylor's coach. Do I need to get my checked? You might. I think I, I mean, do. this is, this is pretty far away. We've got Dave Aranda, um, as the D coach along with, yeah, I can't see from here. To that's, be totally that's, 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 uh, that's to be fair. It is tough to see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll go by schools. I got you. I got you. Okay. We got Utah, S tier, U of A. Um, I also want to say uh, Jetfish looks like uh, David Wallace from The Office. Um, <laughs> we have we have U of A, uh, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, and B, Kansas, UCF, uh, TCU, Houston, ASU, and then the C, Texas Tech, uh, Iowa State, BYU, Colorado, uh, West Virginia, and then ND. Baylor and Cincinnati. Cincinnati, that was the other one. I you want to laugh? Do I want to laugh? Yeah. Tony Make in me. the chat. 
After Fish wins the Big 12 and leaves Arizona, then Kenny can come to the Cats. He did want the job before Fish. If you think Kenny Dillingham's leaving Arizona State University to go coach University of Arizona, you might be on crack. Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. Tony's on some special kind of stuff if, if you think that Kenny's going to Tucson. That's not happening in any of our lifetimes. But you know what is? Hot or not. Hot or not is Danielle... Who has been hot this week at PHNX as a company? I think I already know where you're going because you stated it earlier. I in the did week. say this earlier. Uh, Eric Ruby. Let's go. Has been hot. Finally. Um, oh. Congratulations, Eric. That, all I had to do was uh, all you gotta do is, compliment All I got to do is pat my head and tell me I'm doing a good job. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> all I, I got to do is call you the best athlete in the office. Yeah. I mean, you're, where's the Who's light? not hot? Where's Who has been um, unequivocally not hot? I thought about this, this a lot. Week. I haven't really. Uh, we're going to go Derek. Again. Derek's been back to back not hot. He, wow. he keeps sealing my, my desk. He keeps Damn. sealing my chair That's on my fair. desk. Damn. So yeah. Damn. Danielle called Derek it. ugly. That's crazy. Yep. That's tough. That's word wild. for word. What's what's our first topic, Daniel? <laughs> first topic. Uh this is kind of interesting last night. Uh Saul and I were singing along to a song on the Suns game. And uh Flux had never heard of these people. So I'm interested in what you guys think. No, uh not. the red hot chili peppers. Are they hot or not? Ooh, this is tough for me. You're from Southern California, so I feel like this is tough because I love I love the red hot chili peppers. However, I went and saw them at con- in, in concert one time and I left the concert early because it was so bad. It's a weird show. Yeah, it is it's a very a real weird, weird show, show because they're much older. Um that is that is kind of very jam. tough. They are the definition of lukewarm to me right now. Lukewarm? I go hot i'd i don't it's in their name it, that's fair it, that is fair oh, i think they got some bangers though that's what i'm saying man bangers. that's what i'm saying they're hot come on like i haven't seen them i haven't seen them live i'm not planning on yeah doing you don't it. need to they're not my favorite band of all time but you're jamming along in the car the windows are down little, i'm here for uh, it danny california comes on yeah, yeah. yeah. hot hot yeah i'll take hot what's topic number two Cool. topic number two uh sweater weather Oh. It is freezing outside, but it is and a lot of hell. people like it. Hot, hot as hell. It's hot. I'm not as prepared clothing-wise as I thought I was, because all like my jackets and stuff are very thin. Hoodies, jackets, so I've been, flannels, jeans. Yeah, you see, you're set. You're I set. thrive in this weather. You, this is a man who who covered Notre Dame yeah. for a couple of seasons. I was he's, so he's damn ready. cold there, and now I'm here, and this is beautiful weather. But I just think the clothing the clothing is better that you can rock in this. Time I agree. Of year. I, I'm I'm with you. I need my I need thicker clothing. I like the clothing that I'm able to wear, but I I, I need it to be a little bit thicker. But that's a me problem. That's not a weather problem. That's, that's a fair. me problem. That is absolutely fair. also sharon and chat what how have you never heard of red hot yeah, chili who's, peppers how old was this person flex uh, it was flex uh flex never heard of the chili flex peppers never heard of the red flex hot chili peppers 40s so i don't that's that's you should you should know about chili peppers i mean you should is it surprising to me no wow flex you never heard of the chili peppers man he didn't hear the song. Okay, okay. okay. I had, I had, okay. I had, okay. I, okay. okay that one's on me that, that was about to be me. real cons- i was about to be real concerned flex real concerned <laughs> Look, I, th- I think sweater weather is hot. Okay, I'm I think you. it's hot. I think hot. we're okay. We're two for two. We're, we're cruising. Great. We're cruising. This is quite the amicable hotter. Personally, so I hate it. Oh, okay. But I'm Fair from mind. here, so I'm cold. That's I'm fair. just. I'm you so hate cold. sweater weather? I hate it. No, I'm so cold. Yeah. You okay? Would you rather what's happening right now or one fifteen? Oh, give me one fifteen. Oh my god, you're yeah. insane. I have a pool. You're nuts. It's great. Yeah, you can't take the pool with you. You can't walk. That's what with air conditioning is for. Park closed. Park in the shade. I you don't could mind technically take a pool with you. You could get a kiddie pool and pull it. Like, just drag it. Yeah, like on a little wagon and put wheels on it. I don't mind the heat. I don't know, man. I, can't I don't know. My dad was a construction worker. He told me not to complain about these things. Anyways, last real, one. Real quickly, kind of ironically enough, Pete Thamel tweeted after so after acknowledging that Kalen Bohr is set to be at Alabama, he tweeted, Washington will be an attractive job. Officials there for now won't have any college market competition. Quick list. No order. Lance Leopold, who we talked okay, about, Kansas. Matt Campbell, who we talked, talked about, about, Iowa State, Jed Fish, Ryan Grubb, Barry Odom, Chris Cleoman, Kansas State, Kyle Whittingham, wow. um, Kalani Sataki, and Dave Clawson. That's just the entire tier list. A lot of the tier list that we just did. He's just listing coaches' names. We, we tiered UW replacements. We did. Um, he's just listing any coach he can think of. He kind of he kind of did just list like a, a lot of coaches. Okay, real quick, real quick. I, if they take Iowa State, it, brother, I don't, if, I don't if know. They, if that. they take Jet Fish, are we popping bottles? 
I don't know because I, that, I think we're popping bottles. I I would laugh in the face of the University of Arizona. I, we're popping I bottles. Guess, well, yeah, yeah, we're popping guess, bottles. Well, there's no Pac-12 anymore, so yeah, we're popping, we're popping some fucking bottles. bottles of champagne. Yeah. Jet fish out of the Big Twelve. U of A crumbling oh, after shit, one dude, good season. That season. might happen because that they still haven't given him a contract. No, they extension. haven't. And he, make and, it happen. And, and they have not been that active in trying to add to their team and make been crazy in the happen. off season. Make it happen. And guess what? Guess what? What? If Jed Fish leaves, what did we say about the portal? It opens for bye 30 bye. days. Oh, bye shit. Bye. We did it. We broke U of A. We did it. Let's go. What's topic number three? Oh. Okay. Well, before this happened, I actually wrote this one down. Oh, God. Um, so uh, this one isn't so much a hot or not so much as it is. I heard somebody in Tucson was asking, um, how do we feel about Seattle? As a Seattle, city? Washington. Hot. hot or not? Hot. Is it What hot? do we think? How, how do we yeah. think of it compared like to Tucson? Uh, oh, if well. it's compared to Tucson, it's a uh, scolding hot, burning third degree. The burns. only thing they have in Tucson are these little uh, donuts that Craig loves at the. Um, sorry, Craig. We, we're just, Craig we're hates just to be affiliated yeah, with Craig, this Craig show. Craig sorry, hates being Craig. Affi- affiliated with sorry. Sorry. There is there sorry is another there is another level. great thing about Tucson, but I'm not allowed to give free ads. But that's it's fair. It's fair. Seattle or Tucson? Frozen. What are you taking? You had to pick one. Oh, you, you're, you're asking me to disparage a city, aren't you? I am. I mean, you I'm did. No, we're happy Craig, to pick one. <laughs> Craig, I love Craig, that every Craig, time Craig's fair, on the show, he kneels like he's our father. To be fair, Craig, <laughs> we spent an entire... <laughs> he looks disappointed. <laughs> we spent an entire two weeks disparaging an entire country um, of Sweden. Sweden? So that's I mean, fair. So much to disparage about Sweden. No, you're, you're not there a really big fan of the Swedes? No, it was all, it was all shtick, mm. actually. Listen, I like things about Tucson. There are things I like about Tucson. I think it's a good college town, but you were giving me Seattle. Hundred percent. So, if you were to say, like, if you had a job offer in Washington, but you currently had a job in Tucson, what would you think? Where you had a lot of success. We had a lot Going of success. Audio. Going to Seattle, baby. You heard it here first. Yeah. Craig Morgan reporting Jed Fish to the <laughs> University of Washington, according to sources. Oh my goodness! Yeah, look, I'll say Seattle's hot. I'm just get out of the show now. Yeah. I'm surprised you got Thanks, in, Dad. Yeah, with, we your, with your reaction you. to when we said <laughs> we your appreciate name, you. appreciate you gracing us with your presence, man. guys. That is gonna do it for Hot or Not and the PHNX Sun Devils show today. Do us a solid, hit that like button and subscribe button on your way out if you enjoyed the content, or specifically if you disagreed with anything we had to say today. I think you should give us a follow. At PHNX underscore Sun Devils. frustration on that like button, You can baby. follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. And like I said, if you have any complaints as to right the here. tier list, you can send them to at Eric Ruby Don't on hesitate. social media. That is Eric with a K. And you can also follow DJ Danielle at Abrica Danielle on social media. Look, I know there are a lot of people asking ASU basketball questions. I'll make sure to get out some content for you guys as it relates to what we saw from the Sun Devils on Thursday night and looking ahead um, to their next game. But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Go Devils and peace.